Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Cults in Crime. I'm Jamie. And I'm Nicole. So we're going to be doing a interesting little mini-sode today about polygraph testing. So we always hear on all of the true crime shows that polygraphing is not to be trusted, that we shouldn't listen to it, that you should never do a polygraph if the police are ever asking you to do one, but no one ever really explains why. Yeah, I've always wondered how to pass a polygraph. So today, I'm going to go over polygraphs with you guys, because I think the more we know and the more information we have, the better we can protect ourselves, and that way you guys know exactly why polygraphs aren't reliable. Well, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So if you guys watch The Maury Show or any of those DNA Jerry, test shows, Jerry, <laughs> you probably aren't going to like what I have to hear, but I promise it will be interesting. All right, Jamie, let's dive in. Okay, guys. The modern polygraph machine was introduced in 1921 when a California-based policeman and psychologist, John A. Larson, designed a device that would detect psychological changes like heart rate and blood pressure. Changes in these errors are meant to show signs of stress, and since it's supposed to be stressful to lie, it's supposed to detect lies. Lasso's device was built on research based on many other sources, so he alone can't really be attributed to the creation of the polygraph. He basically just took a bunch of stuff and smashed them together in one machine. So the polygraph is hardly a foolproof lie detector seen on television and movies. The polygraph is only 77% accurate at catching guilty suspects. The margin may not seem big, but we're talking about people's lives and years they could spend in jail or being put to death or have their lives torn asunder. It's almost a 25% inaccuracy with catching guilty suspects. That's a lot of people. You know, out of 100 people, that's 25 people that you could be putting in jail that don't deserve to be there. Or 25 people that need to be put into jail. This happened in the case of Renee Walker, a 31-year-old woman who was killed in her apartment. Only four days after her death, Detective Charles Matson solved the case. After questioning a 19-year-old Matthew Johnson, who was friends with Renee, they decided to give him a polygraph test. Johnson failed the test and confessed to murder on tape. So that's really cut and dry, right? Polygraph confession, he's guilty. Yeah. Turns out the police in the case has used coercive methods to get a confession. And Johnson took three separate polygraph tests until he was distraught enough so they can get the answers they wanted from them. Well, that seems illegal, or it should be anyways. At least shady AF, right? So, and they also questioned him for 11 hours. What? Yeah. So, you know, laws governing what you can and, do, can and cannot do during that kind of thing are relatively new compared to how long we've had police. So keep that in mind. So because of this, most states don't allow polygraphs in court. Polygraph's first significant interaction with the legal system was the case of the United States versus Fry in 1923. They tried to have the polygraph put into evidence, but the court ultimately blocked this, stating, while the courts will go a long way in admitting experimental t- 
testimony deduced from a well-recognized scientific principle or discovery, the things from which the deduction is made from must be significantly established to have gained general acceptance in the particular field in which it belongs. In admitting experimental testimony deduced from a well-recognized scientific principle or discovery, the thing from which the deduction is made must significantly established to have gained general acceptance in the particular field in which it belongs. So that's a long-winded explanation to say we are not going to accept science that the people in that field don't accept. That's not proof, and that's not enough for us to allow it into a court of law. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, God, uh, can't you just say it that way? <laughs> You're like, oh, my eyes are glazing over. <laughs> All this, yeah. All these big words. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine saying it. So polygraphs should not be used in criminal justice settings. The machines can be... Sorry. So polygraphs should not be used in a criminal justice setting. The machines may be called a lie detector, but really it's a stress detector. It measures the stress of someone who is possibly in the most stressful situation you can imagine and judges their guilt based on their stress. You know, take a father who's accused of kidnapping his child. That's a stressful situation, right? Of course. A lie detector will suggest because he is stressed out that he is lying. Yeah, but isn't, don't they do baseline? They do, but you know what? If someone, you're doing your baseline, how old are you? What's your name? Where did, what'd you eat for breakfast? Tell us a lie, all that. And then you're talking to the person and it's going great. And they're asking you some softball questions and they hit you with, so you murdered your kid, right? Oh. Where's the body of your child? Did you murder your child? That's enough to spike your heart rate. That's enough to make you sweat. Well, well, my heart rate just spiked and I'm not talking to anybody. And you don't even have a child. And I don't even have a child. So it's really easy to see how questions like that, you know, accusing a father of murdering their child or worse, can spike your stress levels. So a lot of people think that polygraphs are infallible and that is not true. There are ways and methods of protecting yourself when you're being polygraphed. You know, you could Google it on the internet. How to stay calm. What drugs should I take? If you have access to anti-anxiety medication, antidepressants, or even knowing that polygraphs are not infallible could cause you to fail a polygraph or pass one. So you're telling me that I need to get a hold of a whole bunch of drugs if I ever want to pass a polygraph. That's one of the ways to do it. Awesome. Because when you go to go take a polygraph, they ask you, like, have you been trained on techniques in order to pass a polygraph? And technically, me telling you guys that a polygraph is not infallible is a technique to pass a polygraph. So you guys are all not allowed to take polygraphs now. Thanks, Jamie. You're welcome, guys. There's also a lot of other cool tips and tricks, but those aren't infallible either. And I'm not here to teach you guys how to not pass a poly test or how to pass a poly test. Like, if that's something, if that's your prerogative, do that on your own time. But it's just, lie detectors, it's so hard to tell whether the person is stressed because they're lying or they're stressed from an outside circulation. So a polygraph cannot tell why someone is experiencing stress with certain triggers. 
Expect a machine to be able to tell someone is lying with the current technology is a little ridiculous. People are complex, and machines cannot go into all the reasons someone might be experiencing stress from a certain question. You know, say you're afraid of the color yellow, or you're afraid of bees, or hot dogs, and you're being polygraphed, and that question involves any of those trigger words for you. That's going to stress you out. There's just so many ways a normal person would be stressed out from little small things that could just be brought up on accident in a polygraph. Well, I think you saying that people are complex is totally accurate. Something that wouldn't give you stress gives me stress and vice versa. I agree. It's hard to it's hard to judge people based off something that happens during the worst time in their lives. But also, You guys know who doesn't have normal stress triggers like me or Nicole would? Psychopaths. Well, yeah. People that are more likely to be able to commit murder and get away with it because they are generally not stressed out people will not trigger a polygraph. So the the worst of the worst, the people that could potentially kill and keep on going without feeling remorse are the people that polygraphs aren't going to catch. And because of this, we could be letting someone go who really should be in jail. And And if the police officer does this and gets that polygraph back, it could give them reason to go move on to a new suspect. It could give them reason to move on to a new suspect. Well, Jamie, you are, like, completely right. There's been so many cases where polygraphs have made someone into a guilty person that wasn't or someone who was guilty not um gary ridgeway aka the golden state killer passed a polygraph in 1984 before he eventually confessed after being confronted with dna you know so that's huge case think of all the people what i'm talking about well someone who's a psychopath isn't going to trigger a polygraph like a normal person would like an average person would exactly and there's this case of this guy uh he was in kansas um his name was beer uh bill wigley and he had actually went to prison and it wasn't until dna came out that proved that he wasn't the murderer but the btk the btk killer was polygraphs are inaccurate and it's really common and really popular in a lot of cases. So I want all of us to remember that, you know, polygraphs should be taken with a grain of salt. And I think we should all stop referring to them as lie detectors, because that's not what they do. Can we rename them pressure detectors? <laughs> stress stress detectors? detector? Well, shoot, sign me. If you put me on right now, I would be stressed, so... Yeah, I'm an always stressed out person. Yep. So if polygraphs are used in any step of the criminal justice system, it should be the very, very general guide while investigating. Yeah. It should be used as an interrogation tool, not a definitive yes or no, and not in order to make a case against someone. If anything, it should only be used to apply pressure to someone who you think might be guilty and you're trying to get a rise out of them. It's an investigated tool, not a solution. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, you see all these cases on Mari and Jerry Springer and all every reality TV since the face of the planet, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you have to think to yourself, all that means nothing in the grand scheme of life. There's people on Mari saying, you know, 
for cheating and they're ruining people's lives acting like this is the God honest truth. Exactly. And it really could be this is just a stressful question because if I get it wrong, I'm losing my girlfriend or my wife or my husband. Exactly. So polygraph testing is an excellent tool, but when you look at it as a lie detector, it just doesn't hold up. The science isn't there yet, maybe one day, but for now, I think it's best to table it and call it what it is, a stress detector. Yes, I love that idea, Jamie. So that's just the quick and short that I have for you guys today on polygraph testing. If you guys want to do your own research, there is a ton of stuff out there. And especially if you talk about the American Psychological Association, they had a really good paper called The Truth About Lie Detectors, aka Polygraph Tests, that was really good, had amazing information. So you guys should all check that out. Yeah, definitely. And then while you're checking stuff out on the internet, do not forget to follow us on our on our Instagram at Cults and Crime Pod. And make sure you tell a friend about our podcast and maybe they can learn something about polygraph testing as well. And also, if this is something you guys like, me teaching you guys something that you might not get from a normal true crime podcast, just little fun educational tidbits, I'm more than willing to share my knowledge with you guys. I have to do this stuff for school anyways, and I would love to share it with you guys if you're interested. So why don't you guys get in our DMs, message us, let me know if this is something you guys like, something you guys hate, something I should do again. And I will see you guys next week with a new episode. Yes, definitely DM us, guys. And yeah, we'll see you next week.